Hey, sustainable fashion supporter. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, a podcast dedicated to fashion sustainability and equipping you with the knowledge to do better in the world. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you on this journey to right the harmful fashion industry. You ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. Today, I'm addressing a common question I get, which is, what materials should I be looking for when I'm buying new clothing? And because we get so many questions about materials, we actually started Material Mondays, which is a series where we do a deep dive on a specific material. Iris Chow, who was on our podcast episode last week, she's actually the contributing writer for that. So if you want to check out the post she's done on cotton, organic cotton, wool, and down, make sure you check it out. It's recloudedit.com backslash resources, and I will also link it in the show notes. That being said, I will still do podcast episodes dedicated to materials because I feel like you can never talk about materials enough. There's actually a lot of different layers. It's not just, is it comfortable or what is it made out of? Where does it come from? But there's also end of life and the sustainability impacts and the resourcing. So there's a lot of great stuff to talk about. If you want all of the materials right now because you're super curious and you also want a very comprehensive view of where materials come from, pros, cons, what to look for when you're buying. So, you know, if you're in the market for a cashmere sweater and you want to make sure you're buying high quality cashmere, check out our handbook. It's again, the Recloseted Handbook, your sustainable fashion guide, and you can get it at www.recloseted.com backslash handbook. And honestly, it's not just the materials in there, but I also list brands as well. If you want all of that stuff now and you want almost an encyclopedia for materials, then definitely check out our handbook. For this podcast episode, though, because it is our first materials episode, I did want to generally talk about natural fibers versus synthetic fibers. I think that will be a really good basis point for future episodes, and it's also good to learn more. Materials and fibers in general, though, it is a little bit tricky because it's not black and white. We can't just label a fiber good, and we can't just label a fiber not good because there's so many different layers to it. Like I alluded to earlier, there's things like resourcing. Are there animals involved in getting this material, like wool, right? Because wool comes from sheep. Is there a lot of water required to water plants, like cotton? Or is there a lot of chemicals that are required? And not just from the resourcing perspective, but also what does the end of life look like? When you no longer want to wear the garment, is it going to rot for centuries to come in our landfills or will it be able to decompose? Not only that, but these articles of clothing are touching our bodies. So we want to make sure that we're comfortable with what's touching our skin, which is our biggest organ. And we also want to make sure that it's comfortable too. As you can tell, there's a lot of different layers when it comes to materials, and we're just going to break it down today generally with natural versus synthetic. To start us off, I'm going to explain what a natural fiber is and what a synthetic fiber is and what the difference is between the two, just to make sure that we're all on the same page. Natural fibers are derived from nature, meaning that it comes from either plants or animals. An example of a natural fiber derived from a plant is cotton. Cotton comes from cotton bowls, and it requires a lot of water, which you'll see in Iris's Material Monday post, or you'll read about it in her handbook, 
or you'll listen to it in a future episode because I'm definitely going to be talking about cotton. But cotton is one of the most common natural fibers and it comes from a plant. Another example of a natural fiber that comes from an animal is wool. Typically, wool comes from sheep and it's their coat of hairs that are collected and then spun and turned into wool. You can read more about this if you're curious. Iris did a material Monday on wool. It's also in the handbook. Or I'm going to definitely talk about it in a future episode as well. Anyways, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Natural fibers are derived from nature, and that means it comes from either a plant or from an animal. Synthetic or man-made fibers, on the other hand, come from chemicals. Synthetic or man-made fibers have definitely grown in popularity over the years. As I've mentioned before, our consumption for clothes continues to increase, and because we continue to buy more and want more, we need to get these materials from somewhere, and there's no way that we can sustain our level of consumption with just plants and animals. Because of that, throughout the last century, there's been a lot of innovations in the lab where people have figured out how to chemically make wool, for example, and that is what acrylic is. It's a chemical version of wool. In a way, it's good because at the end of the day, we couldn't raise that many sheep to be able to keep up with the demand for cozy sweaters. And so acrylics does play a big part. That being said, it also keeps costs low as well because raising sheep isn't a cheap thing. But if you can synthetically make it in a lab and all you need is some chemicals, then theoretically speaking, it does keep your cost of goods lower. The most common synthetic fiber that you actually probably have in your closet is polyester. We haven't done a material Monday on it yet, but it's coming. There is a whole section in the handbook dedicated to polyester though, and I have written about microplastics on our blog, so you can check that out. High level, I'm not gonna get into microplastics because that's a whole podcast episode, if not five, because it really upsets me. But when we wash polyester, little bits of plastic comes out and then fish eat it because they think it's food. Then that enters our food chain when we eat fish. So it's a whole messy situation and polyester isn't the best fabric. With that being said, most of us, again, do have it in our closet. So we need to make sure we know how to ethically and properly dispose of it. Anyways, enough about polyester and my polyester rant. <laughs> we'll definitely save that for another episode. For the purposes of today's episode, again, it's just an intro, so I think that you now know what natural versus synthetic fibers are. Let's continue this discussion. Again, I'm going to generalize and give you a quick overview of resources, end of life, and your usage. I think those are three things that are interesting to think about because, again, you want to make sure that the clothes that you're buying, what kind of impact it has on our Earth's resources. But on top of that, you want to think about end of life. What happens to that garment after you no longer want it or you no longer wear it anymore? And after I did episode three, and if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to it because we talked about properly and ethically disposing of your clothes. I hope that you understand that this is really important. And of course, you're going to be wearing these clothes. It's going to be touching your skin. So again, you want to think about your usage. For each of these three topics, I'm going to generalize because, you know, not all natural fibers are the same and not all synthetic fibers are the same, but I think that it should give you enough things to think about so the next time you want to buy a garment, 
but you, for example, really care about end of life, then you'll have some facts and some research that you can do. I'm all about empowering you with the knowledge to make your own decisions. But for example, if you want a specific item, like you're looking for a new silk blouse and you really want to get specific into silk, then I would recommend our handbook, which is again linked in the show notes because silk is very specific. Or if you're looking for like a cashmere sweater, then again, I recommend the handbook. But to start, I think this will be a really good basis point for you. Okay, first up, resources. Typically, resources are a little bit more heavy with natural fibers. And that's just because, you know, plants take water, pesticides, a lot of labor to grow. And that's generally a very big problem with cotton, the use of water and also the use of pesticides. And as you can imagine, it's the same thing on the animal side. For sheep, you have to feed them, you have to give them land to graze, and you have to take care of them. So there's the labor, there's the land, there's their food. And so that definitely takes a lot of resources from our planet as well. On the other hand, like I previously mentioned, synthetics are typically made with chemicals. So you just need the chemical compounds. I'm definitely not a scientist and I'm oversimplifying this, but you get it, right? Like instead of using water and pesticides and patiently waiting for the cotton plant to grow, you're just in the lab making a concoction and it's hopefully not blowing up and it's working well. But typically I would say synthetic fibers, they use less resources than natural ones. From a resource perspective, you can see that synthetics generally have it a little bit better. That being said, even if you're cautious about the Earth's resources and you don't want to take up more water, for example, then I would say buy it secondhand versus just going for synthetics. And the end of life reason is why I'm saying this. And I'll talk about end of life next. So end of life. Again, if you haven't listened to episode three, make sure you go back and do that. High level though, natural fibers, if it's 100% cotton or 100% hemp and not mixed with like a synthetic fiber like polyester, it can actually be composted, which is great. On the other hand, a synthetic fiber like polyester is going to rot in our landfills for centuries and centuries to come. To be specific, probably 200 to 300 years meaning that your polyester t-shirt or your polyester jacket is actually going to outlive your time on Earth. That blows my mind. End of life is something that's really important to me because I want to make sure that even when I leave this planet, for example, my clothing choices don't stay on the Earth and cause harm for other generations and for the planet in general. That is why I was saying, you know, just because from a resource perspective, it might seem that synthetics are better, we also have to keep in mind end of life as well, because that's equally as important. And the last part I'm going to discuss today is your usage. This is when it becomes a little bit more selfish, if you will. For clothes, generally, I would say natural fibers feel more comfortable on the body, and it's also a little bit better for you. Like I said before, the skin is our biggest organ and you should think twice before you're wearing all of these synthetic chemical fibers on your body. I'm going to talk about polyester one more time in this episode. Polyester is derived from petroleum parts of it and I don't know about you but I feel kind of weird putting that on my body knowing that it's derived from petroleum. 
Again, generally, I would say err on natural fibers and when you can buy it secondhand because it just uses less resources. And it also means that no new garment workers were working on it. If you listen to last week's episode, we also brought this up. On top of buying secondhand, I think you should also take a step back and really question if you need what you're getting. Like we've been saying throughout the past few episodes, overconsumption is such a big problem in today's day and age. Really take a step back and think if you really need whatever it is you're looking for. And if you do, again, can you buy it secondhand? If not, invest in a very high quality piece that will last you for years and years to come. And that's your overview of natural versus synthetic fibers. If you have a material that you're dying for me to do a deep dive on, make sure you DM us at Recloseted on Instagram and I will definitely take that into consideration. I'm thinking of doing cotton and then maybe denim because denim is another really hot topic. And then I definitely, again, want to talk about polyester and microplastics. I'm actually thinking about bringing a PhD on that did plastics, so that should be super exciting and you heard it here first. If you want to help us spread fashion sustainability and recruit more members to join our recloseted movement, make sure you leave us a rating and review that really helps us. And take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it to your Instagram stories and tag us at recloseted. That helps us spread the word and it's also really cool seeing you guys listen to our episodes. I hope you have an amazing week and remember, we are all in this together and together we will write the harmful fashion industry.